Welcome to the Speak the Language podcast. Today is Monday, November 29th. Jordan and I are back at the studio. And uh, I guess the last time. Been two weeks. Yeah, because Thanksgiving and separate hunting trips and family stuff. But there's been stuff going on either which way. But uh, before we get into all that, some housekeeping items first and foremost. We're through Thanksgiving. And so I'm the kind of person I deem it acceptable if you want to start getting cranked up for christmas time the second november hits i'm good with it but now i think everyone most everyone is okay with starting to feel christmassy now that we're through thanksgiving yep and so that is why i think it's important to say if you haven't checked out the primo's custom meal shop lately you need to check out the primo's custom meal shop yep i'm not sure it's got to be getting pretty close in the next couple weeks that uh you know if you can order you'll get it in by christmas but it's uh getting that time of year to really start thinking yeah. about it if you want to order something from the custom meal shop you know something personalized for a christmas gift better get on it yeah hop on that um and even if, i mean if you're not looking at it for christmas gifts they've done a lot of updating stuff to it um, there's new scenes new options and new alcohol there's all kinds of stuff in there it's worth taking a look at again all that stuff is handmade hand-tuned done at our shop in brookhaven mississippi yep um, so it's a pretty cool little deal i know uh, uh i know it's probably i don't know what the the ratio is people listen to this but far as shopping for men go my wife always talks about how hard it is to shop for me because i have all this hunting stuff anyway and that's all really all i care about right and i can tell you this if somebody gave me a box call or a grunt call with you know some special message on it yeah. for christmas i would not be disappointed not be upset about it i've seen a bunch of those and man it's like a um christmas themed ones obviously and then there's ones where like people have done it to like they'll get a box call done and it'll say like so and so's first turkey yep. you know and they have the date on the back because you can do like custom subtext on the bottom of the call and stuff like that well here's something else you could do as if you have a kid or somebody that means something special to you you could uh do one every year for however long and then yeah. they you know especially like a young a young kid that lo- likes to hunt and enjoys mm-hmm. outdoors you get them a a call every year with the year put on it what year they got it and before you know it they got a whole collection mm-hmm. and it'll mean something to them one day yeah i mean it's a cool deal and like it really is like I, i've seen i like i feel like the word there's several words that are overused in today's society and i feel like custom is one of those words yeah people be throwing out the word custom and the thing that they're calling custom ain't custom at all this one truly like you can go in there and tweak on that thing and pretty much personalize it how you want it yeah. so um pretty much custom meal shop check it out uh other housekeeping items uh primo's youtube channel as always primo's uh on outdoor channel also worth looking into i can't think of any other thing that's like on the forefront worth like keep your eyes open other than the custom meal shop and i think well hang on a second i'm gonna have to look it up i think we still have like cyber monday deals going on hang on a second i'm gonna do this while we're talking it may go through just today. Save now. Exclusive holiday deals. Yes. So there are exclusive holiday deals going on right now at primos.com. Like I just pulled it up while we're recording, and there's deals on the smoke screen blind, the hide sight bind, uh, trigger stick. There's a trigger stick that's. Uh, 
the Gen 3 tall tripod, originally one eighty seven ninety nine. It's on sale on the website right now for one oh nine. Nice. So stuff like that. Um those new the pop out panel blinds. Um yeah, bunch of bunch of exclusive offers. So yeah, be sure to check that out. Exclusive holiday deals going on at primos dot com. Um uh, I think that's it. Um so I know we have a bunch of fun things that we can talk about today. To open up with an interesting one. No, you, it's not what you think. We'll get to that. It's, okay. not, it's not what you I'm, think. I'm listening. I'm I listening. I'm I intrigued. I have not told you this yet because I wanted to get your genuine reaction. I'm going to keep this gentleman's identity. He didn't ask me to keep him uh, anonymous, but I'm going to. Do I know him? No, okay. you don't. You don't. You do not know this guy. Um, but I was told this is probably. I was actually I was telling my buddy Tyler when we were because we went uh, spec hunting in Arkansas this weekend, and on the way up there I said, "Man, like one of my one of my most favorite things to or like if I can ever sit down and talk with a some sort of uh, wildlife agent, law enforcement, conservation agent, whatever. It's like those guys typically have just some incredible stories, you yeah. know? They just do. Um, and so I was talking to this guy." Uh, briefly and he told me and now this happened years ago this this wasn't a recent event but he told me he was walking into a spot one morning it was a it was a waterfowl you know hunt he was going to i'm not sure if he was i mean he really didn't go into too much detail if he was like busting somebody for something or just going to check people whatever but he was in there fairly like before daylight breaking light whatever slipping through this slough pretty much uh, and he says he is walking and he takes a step and all of a sudden his leg is engulfed and he said his like he, he just feels this pain and this clamp down around his leg and his first instinct is he think he seriously start, started yelling that an alligator had him he and stepped in a bear trap he stepped in a con of bear a oh, he God. stepped in a beaver trap lord have mercy and he got incredibly uh fortunate because he said it was cold that morning and he had on and like i said this was years ago so uh, i know everyone loves all the canvas waiter technology that's happening now but years ago is when we were wearing that thick thick neoprene stuff yeah three millimeter stuff yeah so he happened he had on bibs and neoprene on under that so i was like dude if you didn't have that on that would have like fractured your leg like no hundred percent Ain't no doubt. Because uh, he just had, I mean, he still said with the bibs and those neoprene waders on, like it was like he uh, bruised his leg up terribly and he couldn't get out. Like he, uh, he, his the guy that was with him and then the, the commotion, some other guys came up. But I mean, yeah, he, uh, sure enough, stepped straight in the middle of a counter bear trap. Huh. Is that not one of the wilder things you've ever heard? Yeah, it makes you think twice about walking around in the water especially yeah. now i will say this the the fella that had put that trap out there was in the wrong um for having the trap out that time of year and it also had been left out way too long uh-huh. uh so I, I mean I'm, trappers uh, we don't i mean we've talked about trappers on this podcast before we don't do it a whole lot um all the trappers that i know personally abide by the laws of like this the certain times you're supposed to check them and leaving them in and taking them out but but uh yeah i was the, i t- he told me that i was like that is the craziest thing i've ever heard what are the odds you know i Man, mean that you just plant right in the middle of a kind of bear mm. and if y'all for y'all listening to this podcast one of the only reasons i know what a kind of bear trap is is because of will 
because um, wheels into that into the trapping stuff if you're not familiar with trapping and you don't know what we're talking about look up one of those traps <laughs> yeah <laughs> and see how intense they are these things are built like it was put there for a beaver like these things it's not a live trap like if it if a, if it does what it's supposed to and a beaver gets in there that beaver is dead yeah that's like a no beaver never knows what hits him trap yeah i mean like, it's not a live trap at all no pain <laughs> Boom, dead. so i was like that is absolutely insane so that was the um that was my wild story like i said the the i mean dude was i mean like i said it happened a while back so he's laughing about it now but i was just dumbfounded <laughs> i was like Holy something you never s- ever think about no you know i mean, even when he was telling me the story i was like certainly not he's like a trap like <gasps> this podcast is brought to you by on x hunt the app that has completely changed the game and helps you increase your success rates every time you go out in the field it's something that we legitimately use every single day doesn't matter if we're talking elk hunting deer hunting duck hunting upland hunting bass fishing it does not matter we don't go a day without using onyx hunt public and private land boundaries the new crop filters the new 3d mapping system there is not a time where onyx cannot help you and they update it all the time which helps you increase your success rates so go and check out the onyx hunt app today use the promo code primos 20 to get 20 percent off your onyx hunt membership but yeah forwarding on that one other other important topics of discussion this one's the one that you're thinking it is how do you how do you want me to open this subject up or do you want to open the yeah subject up? yeah go ahead so we like to keep we try to be authentic on this podcast and we like and we like to try to do things that other folks will find entertaining and uh obviously per- like just prior to this we we like to share interesting stories and you've y'all have heard us talk about Jordan's father before yeah but i don't think we have done our listeners justice because that like Jordan's dad love him to death is one of the funniest human beings that I've ever been around. Sometimes when he's being funny, he's not necessarily trying to be, but, <laughs> but. He gets wound up in a hurt. It just is. And so there's a particular story. Do you want to, do you want to share the conversation with Bo before or after we talk about the firewood? Uh, go ahead and share it. Okay. So <laughs> we're going to play a phone call. Uh, right before we recorded this podcast, we hooked up with stuff, and Jordan called Bo and talked to him for like five or so minutes. And uh, Bo was not aware he was being recorded. <laughs> we'll get a phone call about that. <laughs> um, and so I just want y'all to listen to this phone call and just, it'll give you, it, it just, just enjoy it for every bit that it is. And then after that, we're going to tell the story, the, the infamous story of Bo and his firewood. So stand tight and listen to this phone call, and I hope you all enjoyed it as much as we did. All right. <laughs> what Are you, you doing, to work? I'm already at work. You already up to Tetsu? No, I'm at Primo's office. Me and Lake sitting here. Oh. For, we finna do a you podcast. We finna do a podcast. Oh, you, you, you twin brother? Yeah. Did you listen to that one last week? Uh-uh. Do what? No. How come you didn't listen to it? I ain't had time. I guess you've been home all weekend. You're laying around all weekend. You have time to listen to it. What? Talk about me and you, and I know you talked about both of us. 
Hey, well, hey, what was wrong with it? I didn't think I said anything too bad. Oh, I thought it was wonderful. I, I want to get over there myself. I thought it was wonderful. <laughs> well, I thought it was wonderful. Pickle, thank you for mentioning me. You're welcome. You're very welcome. I liked it. I liked it. I had, I had good comments about it. I, I would think so. I mean, everything I said was flattering and complimentary. I mean, just trying well, I to. Know I just like to talk good. about my friends. It's good. I tell everybody about you the same way. That's good. That's that's good. That's good. Hey, uh, tell you you've been hunting at all in you in your new shoot house? No, I ain't got it put up yet. I ain't got no place to put it yet. I got it under my garage, under my shed back there in the backyard. Uh-huh. I got it on there where it won't get burned. Well, well, I didn't put it out the weather. Well, did you hunt it I all this weekend? I scrubbed it down too. I cleaned it all up. I got it home. Oh, getting it good and ready for Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, yeah I, shampooed, I shampooed that carpet. That carpet had little spots on it right there. You door. I shampooed all this too. I make it look good, man. Uh, did you hunt it all? This you, have you been hunting it all? Oh yeah, I hunted every day. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I guess they hunted all those days. I, ain't, uh, I saw a bunch of those. I ain't seen no bugs. Oh. What? Man, I didn't dock target practice on no doves either. You didn't? <laughs> I sent my rifle in with a, my friend about, about a month ago. I went over, he's got one of his sled things. You know, he, he put it in that little rack, ratchet all down, everything, make sure it don't dump around. That's, yeah. And it, and it does have, it's right on the money, man. Was it right? 100 yards, man, in, in a 50 cent piece. Was it right on the money when you shot it the first time? No, no, it was off. <laughs> <laughs> How much was it off? How old were that bullet, man? How, <laughs> no, hang on, did it hit the target? Did it hit the target the first time you shot no, it? The target, target was about as big as this big truck I'm in right now, but it didn't hit no work. And how? Wait, hang on, hang on. Hang on. How long have you been? How long have you been deer hunting with that rifle with it being off like that? Oh, 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 it was on it was on last year when I took the target practice on that dough. Oh, okay. But I just wounded it. I wounded it all then. Gracious, alive. I didn't choke your ears. I didn't choke your ears. It wasn't too far off. It wasn't mm. too bad off. But it's on the money now. All I got to do is get this man, that, that picture stuff, the names, get on the money. Mm. Well, me and Lake are finna do this podcast, and uh, we were wanting to know from you some stuff we wanted to talk about. Yeah. Uh, you want us to talk about? Oh, yeah. I was just talking talk about anything. I enjoy all of them. I always enjoy all of them. Well, give us some tips and pointers on how to deer hunt. Yeah, yeah talk, talk about taking brand. Hey, hey, Lake, did you see all this things of brand? That was pretty, that was pretty cute. Oh, I can't lie man, about that. Too, right? Yeah, that's that was good too, stuff. Man, man I bet I've been watching it 30 times, man. All of them. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think we're going to talk about your firewood deal. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Slobber does a firewood, a cord of firewood, and got his sticks. <laughs> he and old Cole sticks, all I got. <laughs> all right, I got to go. All right, I'll be listening. I'll listen to it later on day, okay? All right, sounds good. All right, all right, bye bye. Bye. <laughs> All right, we're going to cut it.
So there's a couple ways you can look at this. One of the thing, the first thing that comes to my mind is is like Bo's definitely going to listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think he's going to do when oh. he hears that first conversation? Oh, we're going to get a phone call. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so referring to the firewood. Oh my God! Look, it is probably the most funniest hunting deal I've ever heard of. We could tell. I'm gonna let you just roll with the story. But like, I've just got, I've got to set it up properly so these people know what they're about to get into. Like, we could share stories like this about tales of Jordan and his dad for ages, and I feel like we will going forward. But this right here, like the first time Jordan told me this story. Like my gut was hurting. I was laughing so hard. And I was like, we've got to share this on the podcast. It's just too funny. So please proceed. So a lot of y'all have probably heard of the zoo. Yeah. You know, the place that me and Lake and Carter Muscagney have, have tried to build it better and better over the last couple of years. And this became a really special place. Mm -hmm. Well, my dad has been hearing about the zoo for this was this story took place in 2020. Yep. So he's been hearing about this thing since 2018, and he's just been chomping at the bit, thinks this big buck's just behind every tree. I mean, and uh, so he's been begging to go out there now for two years. Yeah. Because just, I mean, it is a good place. It's the but, promised land. Yes. Yeah. And uh, anyway, I finally tell him, I was like, okay, let's go. And But here's the deal. Before you get the green light on a buck, you got to kill a doe yeah and before you can kill a doe you've got to shoot this target out here at 100 yards off a trigger stick and if you're good to go on that we'll go hunting yeah and you get the green light because we're not going out here trying to wound no deer so we'll get out there that day it's uh i think it's in january of yeah, last year it was january yeah and uh we uh, shoot the gun, and that's a whole story in itself. Like, it's hilarious. I yeah. ended up uh, taking a bullet out of a gun when he's practicing, and he don't know it, and he jerks the trigger, gun falls off the trigger stick. So for those of y'all that don't know, if you haven't seen that done before, that's a common, like, either someone's trying to joke with you or they're really trying to see, like, you'll see a, a dad do that to, or, or a friend do that to somebody that hadn't shot before. They, they're testing their form. They're trying to see how their trigger pull is. Yeah. Because the, the person is supposed to be unaware there's not a bullet in there, so Jordan does this to Bowen. I'm but, legitimately trying to help him. I'm not trying to pull yeah, something Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it happens to be kind of funny, but you are trying to. funny. Yeah. But anyway, long story short on that part. I get him, he's hitting the, he hits the target out there about 90 yards twice. So I'm like, okay, we can kill a deer. We're in for the win. So we go out there, set up in the, in the shooting house, and not very long afterwards, uh, we get up in there and we start seeing a doe come out. And he's like, we got to kill a doe, man. We got to kill a doe. I got to get some firewood. I'm like, huh? What are you talking about? Firewood? Come to find out, he has made an agreement with his neighbor that he will bring him two does in exchange for some firewood. Yeah. Because his neighbor wants some deer meat. Yeah. Fair trade. And uh, But you didn't know about it. I did not know about it until we get up in the shooting house. And I'm like, you want to shoot that doe? He's like, no, we got to get two of them out here, man. You got to All right. Uh, okay. Well, I've come to find out about this, this trade, about the firewood. And I'm like, oh, Lord. Yeah. And uh, anyway, uh, 
he keeps talking about the firewood. Got to kill a doe. Got to kill a doe. I'm like, okay, you put the pressure on me then. Yeah. And I was like, it's all up to you now, homie. Yeah. And <laughs> so this doe comes out here, and we watch it for a while. And there's, there's another doe with her. Finally, there comes two big ones out there. Was the plan for him to shoot one and you to shoot one? No, so it's, all, it's all on him. I'm, oh, okay. I'm, I'm just sitting there commentating and watching. Got I got just... the video. I'm videoing this. <laughs> And you've seen the video. The video is hilarious. It. I have seen the video. Anyway, so he bears down on this doe. And I'm condensing this story a lot. It would take 30 minutes to tell it all. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah. anyway, he bears down on her. And I'm watching him and videoing the deer all at the same time. And she's, she's, the doe's like, how far? 75 yards. Yeah. <laughs> standing broadside in the just, pipeline. Just chilling. They're eating grass. Yeah. In you know? no hurry. Just eating. Yeah. Anyway, he's shooting. So back up a little bit on the gun situation here. Yeah. So yeah. he keeps telling me his gun's no good. So I'm like, okay, you can shoot one of my savages. Yeah. I bring two of them out there because one of them, they both have different lengths of pool. So we're going to figure out which one fits him the best. Right. So he finally goes with my Storm, the the 110 I shoot all the time. Yeah. I, lo- I love that gun. It's a gun. good gun, yeah. Well, he shoots it good at the target. Well, uh, he's, he's an automatic, semi-automatic gun guy. Like yeah. he, that's what his rifle is, semi-automatic. You can just keep pulling the trigger, yeah. and it keeps firing. But mine's a bolt gun. Right. You know, that's with, what pretty much all of us shoot. Yeah, with the safety up on top. It's right. not down there by the trigger guard, which yeah. – it's a little different to get used to, I guess, if you're not used to it. You use your thumb up there, you know, knock yeah. it off. And uh, he's bearing down on this doe. I'm like, you going to shoot her? Well, I'm watching him out of the corner of my eye. I see the gun jerk. I'm like, Daddy, it's still on safe. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, anyway, I reach over and knock it off safety for him. I'm like, all right, now take your time, squeeze the trigger, yeah. you know. Boom! <laughs> shoots right under <laughs> uh, untouched he misses her they run off yeah i look at the video make sure he didn't hit her and all and it's clean miss well, anyway i pull back the camera and he's just sad as a puppy that just got spanked i'm like what's wrong i ain't gonna get no firewood <laughs> and anyway we get down out of the stand get in the av run up to another big field and i shoot two does mm-hmm. and uh he takes them back, gives them the guy, and he's supposed to bring him some firewood. Without, without you, you kill these does, and now Bo's Bo's attitude immediately spikes. Oh now yeah, he's, he's, he's like, he, I got my firewood. He's getting firewood. He's happy. So we kill. We got these does in the truck. He takes off back to his house. Goes to this guy. Takes them. Takes them to his house. Drops them off. The guy's supposed to bring him some firewood like the next day or something. Well, the guy never shows up never shows up finally my daddy calls him like where's my firewood at <laughs> and uh the guy brings him firewood my dad was at work or something when he brought the firewood he gets home and it's in a bunch of sticks <laughs> the guy, guy brought him a bunch of like like limb pieces and sticks not any kind of good firewood <laughs> and like it, it's so funny hearing this story like if you would have heard if we could have only been recording the first time you called him and got him to tell me the story <laughs> jordan said lake ain't never heard about your firewood oh you talking about the firewood did we, did we work so hard got them deer and then and then he turned around and he screwed me <laughs> <laughs> well that that is the firewood story in a song 
So that's what he was talking about on that phone call. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this one of many stories I have. I hope he doesn't get too upset with us. <laughs> we'll see. But anyway, we uh we also he hunts more than anybody I know. Yeah. And uh we called him. Called back, him again, yeah. Called him back to get a, a deer report. So here comes your deer report for the week. Yeah, there's the deer report for the week from the one and only Bo Blissett. Hello. Hey. Hey, man. Oh, so we're, we're working on the first week of a new segment on the podcast. We're going to start doing deer reports in different counties of the state, and we wanted to start with Newton County. So Jordan and I both know that you are a avid deer hunter, to say the least, and so we wanted to know from your perspective, since you've been out there hunting, what's the deer movement been like in Newton County? It's wonderful. It's wonderful. I set my sheep out way down in the woods uh, Saturday. Uh-huh. I had a hunt there in three years at a big green patch. Slept there in 12 hours. Did not see a deer. Thank you. Sounds like a great deer hunt. Sounds like a lot of deer moving. It was. It was good. Perfect spot. If I wouldn't have had my ribs and my skinny popcorn to eat, I'd have, I'd have been in bad shape. But I, was, I, I enjoyed the hunt. I was outside. It was pretty i enjoyed it so hang on you took you did you say ribs like a rack of ribs yeah i, I had a half a rack oh just a and, half a rack and a big bag of skinny popcorn so one kind of offsets the other i like how you think yep but it was fun though i had a good time oh the only problem i had late that afternoon was right before dark a tight pick of squirrel jumped on top of my shooting out and scared me because i thought i was going yeah so overall the hunting conditions the hunting conditions are enjoyable but the deer movement is not great is that what you're saying great that's right right. jordan do you have any follow-up questions just i just wanted to know why why didn't you see any deer Mm, i'm gonna have to i don't know it wasn't any wind blowing my my son always tells me to hunt the wind, but I get confused on the wind hunt. But uh, otherwise, this past week, I saw about 20. Ah. Other places I went to. I tried that place out. I, I wanted to try it out. Now, did you see these other 20 deer while you were hunting, or did you see it while driving down the road? Well, I saw most of them while I was driving. They heard <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, that sums up what's going on in central Mississippi or central east Mississippi, I guess. Yes. Sounds like. You guys have a good day, okay? Yeah. We appreciate your expertise. Yeah. Thank you. You appreciate my honesty, didn't you? Yes, I did. I appreciated it very much. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, there you go. There it is. Not (laughs) much happening over there. (laughs) Man, everyone... uh, Everyone these days are, or something you see popular on like Instagram and stuff is folks getting like creative with the type of snacks they bring hunting. I've never heard of a rack of ribs. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty novel. Yeah, no doubt. A rack of ribs and popcorn. Gosh almighty. One of a kind. If he doesn't get, I mean, we gave this episode a whole lot of Bo Blissett. So if he doesn't get too mad at us, maybe we can maybe we can bring him around more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's uh that's your rut report for yeah. Newton County, Mississippi. Sounds like things are popping off down there. <laughs> <laughs>
Lord have mercy. Okay. All right. All right. More serious talk at hand. Yeah. Uh, we uh we finna load up and go to Kudzu. Uh, deer should be chasing yeah. up there, starting to think about it. I mean, yep. if it goes like it did last year, they're finna be wide open within the next 10 days. Yeah. So, and, uh, to a reference point, this time last year is right about when we just went hunting just because the weather was good and we got out there. We were like, holy smokes, they're rutting. Yeah. And I've been uh, been looking at sea cores the last couple of days since we've been at the house and i have noticed bucks behind those yeah you it's know. definitely picked up yeah they're definitely definitely thinking about it and getting after them and, and there's also bucks that we haven't really seen a whole lot in daylight and we're starting to see more of them in daylight there's a picture of a strutting turkey yeah there's all kind of stuff going on three guys on horseback that, that was uh, that was undesired to see that it we, was funny so it was funny backstory on this is we were looking at cameras uh just a couple of days ago i guess it was thursday after thanksgiving afternoon or friday afternoon one of the two and i was looking at uh looking through the pictures and all of a sudden there's three guys on horses in one of the pictures yeah i'm like what huh. is what is this <laughs> yeah and uh that was the last picture that was taken on that camera so we may have gotten the camera stolen it's very possible and they were not close to the property line at all they were in the middle of one of our leases yeah so. and they uh we don't know who these people are we'll also clarify like i don't I have no clue who they are i have no idea they were on three guys on quarter horses yeah so more than likely we have no more camera at that spot so there's been a lot of activity on on yeah. the old cameras the last few days judging by the horses that i saw we have one of two things they're either very experienced horsemen or they're very into watching yellowstone yeah. It's the only two things it could be. Yep. yep. <laughs> no doubt. So we finna load up and uh last week oh, we forgot to talk about Troy. There's there's well there's several things that we have to cover. Yeah, I mean we've yeah. got yeah, we've got this worth covering. We gotta talk about Troy. You were gone on a pheasant hunt for three or four days yeah. there, so it's been a minute since you've been hunting here. Yeah. Or up until last week. Well I hunted with Brad at his place a couple of days, but it was relatively slow. Y'all was having all the action. Yeah. Uh Troy and I started hunting Monday and uh did not see much Monday afternoon. I think we saw a yearling and a spike. And uh the next morning we went to a spot I had originally set up for Jimbo. It's a ground blind overlooking a little hardwood draw. It's a really pretty spot. Yeah. Wind was good for it, so Troy and I start uh went there and uh ended up seeing quite a few deer. I think we ended up seeing seven or eight does and a and, mm. a, and a spike. And uh Troy got him a doe. Mm. It was worked out perfect. She came down the trail like fifty five yards and he popped her and that was good stuff and got a got a doe off the place which we need to do there's a mm, bunch of them over there need that need that and uh we picked up a new lease this year as part of kudzu and uh it's not too far from the main camp and stuff which is uh it seems to be very promising it's uh it's set up really nice it's got a lot of younger timber on it some thickets and yeah. a lot of lot of transitions and different varieties of habitat and the thing i like about it is uh there's four big old like big food plots big, like two, yeah. to, two to four acres and uh they're really set up close to thickets so the main deer don't have to move 50 yards and they're out there eating that's, out of a sure enough that's gotta area. be why we're seeing the numbers of deer that are coming out there just because of where those food plots are situated they're, if i were to draw up you know a design and put food plots in a thicket where i wanted to be it would be the way that place is laid out mm-hmm and uh so i guess it was tuesday afternoon troy and i went to a spot we're calling a theater 
and it's pretty neat. It's a it's probably a forty acre old bean field or hay field that's uh, yeah. been planted in loblolly pines, and they're probably six or eight years old. So that's uh, a lot of a lot of briars and all. It's really thick out there, like you can't hardly walk through it, which is good for the deer. And uh, it's that food plot. It's probably three acres right there. It's a uh, it's a magnum. Yeah. And uh, sets up really nice for you know catching. I mean, in theory catching a mature buck that doesn't have to come out of bed and walk very far he's getting them a bite to eat yeah that, that usually creates daylight movement when that you put those two scenarios together and uh immediately so i mean well, as soon as we got there there were six deer in the plot mm-hmm. like this is at two o'clock in the afternoon well that happened to us when we were out there we were just running cams yeah, what were we doing we're putting up cameras okay yeah and we were like we were just not expecting to see that many deer in a food plot that time of day yeah, it wasn't it was, even cold that day it was like two o'clock in the afternoon you yeah. think you're not messing anything up we and rode it, up there it was like 15 deer out there yeah it was like two o'clock like i mean it wasn't hot but it was like 55 60 degrees something like that yeah which that's what you want to happen when you get that scenario together i yeah. mean literally deer get up out of their bed walk 20 yards and they're getting back to eat you know they don't have to move far mm-hmm. uh, so that afternoon troy and i got in there and immediately started seeing deer within 15 minutes of sitting in the blind and uh i think we ended up seeing shoot over 20 something deer by 4 30 in the afternoon Jeez. like it was does and spikes and yearlings and there's a spot like it's just tailor made like there's an old road out the back corner of this food plot looks like a runway for the deer oh my gosh and there's like an old mineral lick or something down there too but uh anyway you keep looking down there because you can see a deer if they come across that little grass spot heading towards the patch right uh there's been two or three does come out of that corner so they're obviously using it like we thought they would right and i look down there and there's a bigger body deer standing in that grass you can just see a dark silhouette well i put the camera on him zoom in and it's a buck and he turns his head i'm like okay that's a shooter buck no doubter and uh man he came right out of that corner and troy drew a bead down on him he walked probably 75 yards out there in the food plot before he got a good broadside shot and kaboom yeah at 4 30 in the afternoon in november in mississippi i didn't know y'all killed him that early either yeah so it wasn't the last light deal no not that at is all super encouraging yeah like he he just came walking out there like he did it every day which i'm sure he did first time we'd ever hunted there what i think about when you tell me that is everyone like the the textbook or what is known to be the textbook big buck maneuver you and i probably everyone listening to this podcast knows is you can see all them deer you want to but that big one's going to slip out there at last light yeah and when well, we experienced that at cottonmouth you know when we started taking the pressure off of the morning hunting on those big fields and yeah. feed areas you started seeing a whole lot earlier activity yeah. in the afternoon that's when we started when when we started doing that is when we started seeing those big deer coming out there that early and so for us for it to be our first year hunting that new this new part of kudzu and to see a mature buck doing that that's super encouraging fine 10 point yeah he like, was cool man like, he's kind of palmated in yes, some areas yes. yeah he was really not cool. a very wide deer i think he's 13 and a half inches 14 wide yeah. but just really good mass and weighed 210 pounds and just a, a super buck for that area you know yeah. just a five six year old buck i mean that's what you want that's what it doesn't matter what's on our head that's what we're after is that mature deer yep and uh it worked out perfect and uh troy got him that's his first buck kill in two years i believe yeah and uh we hunted the next morning and saw i saw a two-year-old eight point 
and uh hunted that spot that we found a few weeks ago with those swamp chestnuts on the mm -hmm. creek yep and uh didn't see a whole lot of activity in there which it's november it's hit or miss yeah and uh yeah that's that's all our, we came back home for thanksgiving and uh did family stuff for three or four days yeah, you took brindley hunting brindley went on her first deer hunt that's yeah. my my daughter she's two and a half years old those videos were hilarious yeah it was fun uh it, it was a good time i brought an ipad and plenty of snacks and all this <laughs> kind of stuff to keep her entertained and you know when deer started coming out i put her up here on my lap and she started yeah look at the deer oh that's a bear yeah she thought it was, a, one of them was a bear a bear yeah, yeah that was that was something i remember for a long time did it, you even have a gun yeah i brought a gun okay. just in case you know yeah. but i wasn't expecting to shoot anything yeah I did, it looked like y'all was just enjoying it you know <laughs> yeah and i was out there at the zoo and yeah. uh that's, man that place has been good you know that's, a special place yeah some somewhere to take you know brandy like that and you enjoyable and comfortable and yeah. going to see deer regardless yeah so yeah fun stuff man yeah it's it's been a fun week and we finna get in this rut rut deal i yeah. think we'll uh we'll be wide open here in the next couple of weeks i gotta set i gotta get my mind right back to deer hunting mode yeah i've been you've, went, you've been on bird on feather feather rut yeah you've well, been rutting feathers ah, man i like those feathers man uh we did that pheasant hunt that we it's kind of like well the first year we went you went with us mm -hmm. but you didn't get the bug you didn't get bit by the bug as bad as i did like mm -hmm. i've i've liked that stuff man i just do but uh yeah we went up there with my buddy zach and uh ben bredigan who all of us know worked here now works at onyx had us a good time and uh then uh, come back home and thanksgiving i did deer hunt with brad a few afternoons and then uh like just yesterday our buddy i feel like i've seen tommy nails more in the past month than <laughs> i than i'm used to seeing him at all like between our our however long stint at uh whiskey ridge hunting up there and then tommy calls me he had a buddy and there's spec season in arkansas and he called us said right up there and said they were there and come hunt and i truly like i've i've goose hunted before uh, i've done some you know we've done some of those canada goose hunts and i've shot specs opportunistically while we're done dove duck hunting yeah almost said dove hunting that's not true i didn't do that uh but you know what i mean like you'll have the occasional goose come in while you're duck hunting and you just kind of take the opportunity but that was my first like dry field set up decoys calling them in that's some fun stuff yeah they like, do pretty good decoys. yeah they, they did extremely well um just a really fun time but yeah like you said it's uh pretty much go time here like that's what we we're gonna pack up load up head to the kudzu and see what the week brings us i mean between the weather and the time of year and what we know about it i feel like it should be pretty good i think so we got yeah. <clears throat> the only downside is we got a bunch of hogs that started showing up so this is true i think uh you know jimmy's going to go shoot a buck but as soon as he shoots a buck he's probably going to want to kill every hog every hog yeah so that's what we're doing we're gonna load up and go now it's that time of year where it gets uh dark early too so yeah we got to get up there by 12 and get in the tree that's a fact that's a fact well um all right we're gonna wrap this conversation up i hope y'all enjoyed it hope you i hope y'all enjoyed our stories about kind bears and jordan's dad hope bo i know you're <laughs> listening to this don't get too mad at us <laughs> <laughs> yeah and everybody uh go check out 
custom meal shop primos.com yep check out the custom meal shop and check out the holiday savings deals also at primos.com save you some money get you some good stuff we're gonna sign off here catch you back next week as always thank you for listening to the speak the language podcast